Hello, White Rabbit. With whom are you talking today? Today I'm talking again with Jeanette, the guide that is giving Kanjar training lessons in lower and upper elementary. In this Casa Behind the Scenes episode, Jeanette gives us an introduction to Kanjar training and goes into the details of how she is implementing this method at Casa, including examples of exercises that she is doing with the children. Enjoy! Jeanette, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. It's, um, I think, great timing that uh, we are recording this episode now because you are starting to do this now in lower elementary. Would you like to explain a bit what is Kanjar training? Okay. Um, well, I think it started in uh, 1996, around that time. Uh, and a psychologist, Gerard Weide, started it. And I think around that time, there was a need and also an awareness to educate the children and help them develop social skills and became a big success in the Netherlands. Sometimes it had some criticism, but I think the criticism is especially how you carry this out and how you implement it in your school. If it's just a way how you um, connect with children, but also how you correct children or how children correct each other, I think it's a very strong method. And it's not really a method. It's like tools to, right. to be a community or to express yourself or to understand another one. So if I understand you correctly, Kanjar training is providing tools to help children develop their social skills so they can learn how to interact with others as part of a community in a way that is constructive. Yes. Now, for people that have heard about Kanjar training before, the first thing that probably comes to mind is the funny caps with the different colors. I know that the caps represent different behaviors. So could you explain to the listeners which color is associated with which behavior? The black cap with white on top represents the behavior that's leadership. Black without the white cap on it is more being bossy or being aggressive. Or if you're mad, you better watch out because I'm going to use ugly words or I'm going to even hit or kick or scream. So the black cap is not a bad thing if you combine it with the white cap. The red cap is looking for tension, right. attention from others, and is doing that in a way that can be disturbing for others. So making jokes about others or making jokes that are funny for him or her and her friends, but not for the group. But the red with the white on top, those are the people that you can laugh uh, so much with and having fun and always coming up with so very social, very extroverted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And very much uh, in, in the humor uh, section. Side. Yeah. I yeah. see. And then you have the yellow one. And if you only have the yellow one, uh, you can be shy or you can be afraid and avoid to do things or to say things. And even you can be a little bit in the victim role, like, oh, they always, they always blame me, or I never get picked for that game. And if you put the white cap on, uh, yellow with white, are the people who are really empathetic, who are the first one who say, do you need help? Can I do something for you? 
And the white is everything in balance. So I, I understand that by using the symbol of the cap and the color and having a description for it, the children can first identify what is their emotion. Mm-hmm. So you can be authentic because you recognize how you are feeling yes. and embrace your emotions. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, how am I going to behave in a way in which I can express my emotions, mm-hmm. but in a way that is constructive? Yes. And it's called Kanya training, topper training. Uh, they translate it in English, I think. And there are certain rules. And if you start the next school year, you start to remind them again. And that's that's actually really simple because it's the question, what is a topper? What, what is a kanyar? And it's like, is what I'm doing make myself happy mm-hmm. and my friends and the group and the adults at home and at school? A topper is all of the above, like check, 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 check. But the first one, making myself happy, that's not the only thing. Because yeah. if you're like two or three, that's the only thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's at the same time also, um, we did not start this in children's house. And I, I don't see the urge for that because they do a lot of little training about uh, grace and courtesy lessons so how how are you asking somebody to help you how do you do this how do you do that but they're still so focused on their own thing in their own world so i don't think this is really needed for the children's house children but i i have friends who give it in in that age So how do you organize these Kanjir lessons in lower and upper elementary? Yeah, so there's like a basic structure that, that, uh, that's developed from the method, but it's also like what I do. Um, I always start with um, a, a story or, or in a fun way. Sometimes in the upper elementary, I use little clips or little movies. Um, and then we have either a short conversation about it or sharing or um, sometimes we do a debate or um, like like that sort of thing so every opinion is valuable but listen to the other one and and what's your opinion about it and what's your experience with this so that's usually the first uh, thing and then I always have something uh, that has to do with trusting somebody or trusting the group or trusting a little group and I always do a practice with uh, working together. So it's always build up like that with different subjects and um, then you have From Kanye training, they develop a different book for every year. So uh, grade three, grade four, grade five with different activities. But because we have like three years together in one group, I select what I want to do and I choose themes that I work on. And that's a little bit not exactly how I learned it from Kanye, but learned through the years on. So... Do you have like the same lessons every year or you have like a, an entire set of lessons that span three years? Yeah, you have the three years uh, lessons. Okay. And then you also have theme lessons. So in the Netherlands, you have the week against bullying. Uh-huh. 
And every year, Kanye training makes a lesson cycle about that. Okay. You have also theme lessons around, for example, being too excited all the time and um, getting that in control. Or even sexual behavior. So it's not the physical side of that, but the emotional side of how you, how can you express that you're in love with somebody right. or what is the boundaries, how can you set your boundaries and that sort of thing. And um, I don't think I ever had the same lesson cycle. No, I always try to, to make a new one and or find a new book. And in the upper elementary, I don't really use like the book for grade uh, six and then seven, then eight. And for seven and eight, there's not even a big storybook anymore, but they're more theme like things. Yeah. And um, so I use my own imagination with with little clips, video clips or or activities around that theme. So sometimes um, I adjust the Kanyer lesson with the thoughts and the, the, the vision that they have, but, but with different materials. And then it's not really Kanyer training anymore, but more specific to the group. Like in the upper elementary, we have three groups and three different dynamics and also three different needs from the group. What do you mean with three different so, dynamics? So there's a group who has more children who are uh, not trusting each other. Mm -hmm. So the trust issue is a big thing in the group. So I want to emphasize on that. I want to adjust my activities for that. And then other group maybe be a little bit shy and, and think a lot and have a lot of insights, but don't share it. So what can you do for that? They need some more strength. They need, need some more black cap behavior. So how can I, um, I, how can I help that? What I'm doing in lower elementary, that's following the method more because I'm just starting there and they need the basics. I started with the book for the children's house and after the summer break, I'm, I'm going to start with either grade three or grade four and then adjust the activities on that. That's, this is very interesting. So, so what you're saying is that in upper elementary, uh, the class, you know, the each classroom may have a different distribution of cups, let's mm -hmm. say. Yeah. And and then you are actually tailoring the training for mm -hmm. the needs of that classroom. Yeah. I don't know if somebody from the Kanye training came to look at my curriculum, what I did the whole year that they approve, because I'm I'm trying to adjust on what they need, and at the same time, it's also my primarily. Um, thrives uh, I would say I'm constantly analyzing behavior patterns and behavior in a group and behavior uh, in the dynamic of a group and then I'm trying to emphasize okay they I think they need more a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that um, I have one uh, group that are just eating up the YouTube clips that I'm just selecting for them. Well, I can I can look up every subject and find a YouTube clip. If that's more strong than a story at that moment, sure. <laughs> then Why not? I choose that. Yeah. And sometimes I have really um, funny things. Like last week, um, I used... Um, at the children were in two teams. They all had a chair. And you have to uh, go across the room. But as a group... And you're not allowed to touch the floor 
with your body. How are you going to do it? How are you going to... And they have so much fun. I, I totally made that, <laughs> that thing up. Yeah, but yeah. afterwards we analyze what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. Okay, how are you going to do it? Because they get a second chance. How are you going to do that? And if you hear them laughing and yelling and, and taking on roles and addressing each other, don't yell at me. <laughs> Just, that's so much fun. So I always, and that's also my my thing. I'm a little bit allergic for methods, like step one, and then you have to do the next step, as it said in the book. Yeah. I, I That's not me. Yeah. And in the beginning, it's very good if you did just the training and you really have to get it into your hands. But I mean, I did it for so many years. I'm, I'm really using Kanye as a tool to get the children tools. But when I started, I had like 30 children. Right. <laughs> that was the whole upper elementary. And now it's like 150. Wow. And um, I'm the only one who's trained. At this, at this point, because there are plans to get more uh, people trained in this. Uh, because actually, uh, Kanyar is the most effective if if all teachers or most of the teachers did the training. And we have so many other things that we are still um, developing and have education about that it's not, at this point, it's not the time to do it with the whole team. Right. So I said, well, I, I will continue it. So I give the training and in the upper elementary, it's once uh, every two or three weeks. And in the elementary, the lower elementary, I started after the May holiday and it, that's every week. Um, it's it's a little bit adjusted to the CASA, um, the CASA um, experience, let us say, and let's call it that, because um, a lesson of Kanye with 45 children is actually um, not done, I think, somewhere else in the in the Netherlands because the best amount of children for uh, Kanye training is, is around 20. Okay. Um, but if you do that, because I do that uh, in the upper elementary sometimes, um, then you're also missing out of the whole group, the, the dynamic and, and that. So it's actually a choice between one or the other. And in the lower elementary, I chose to do that. And the other thing is you need more, you need a lot of space. In the upper elementary, I use the, the general area. That's, that's really a big area. In lower elementary, I'm still looking for a good solution because a lot of things are like doing physical games with each other because that's when you get emotion and um, I'm, I'm always losing or I, I'm afraid or whatever. So uh, in the classrooms, that's that's quite a challenge. Um, so in, in CASA, I'm at this moment, I'm the only one who's giving the training, um, but I hope that, that there are coming more people who are doing that training. And that will allow you to also uh, reduce the the size of the groups. That's that's something that you would like to have, or you will still like to to give the training as one teacher to the entire classroom of forty kids. In the lower elementary, I think it's good to do it with a whole group, and in the preparation of your lesson, you have to consider that, and you also need the other guides with it because uh, with the activities you need some guidance and you need an overview and that's hard if you are alone with 45 children but luckily enough I'm never alone in lower elementary. In the upper elementary sometimes the needs of the children are different like now we have the graduates and they're like 
in their almost in their puberty or think they're all <laughs> they're yeah. in their puberty and uh, with them there i'm also having lessons about what role are you taking in if you go to a next school and oh, wow. you're i mean you coming in what behavior would you like to show them because you can if if you do kanyer you know you don't always have a choice in your feeling in your emotion but you always have a, a choice in how you um, address things or what your behavior is so that's that's always they're really nice lessons and the other thing is that i'm now with only the graduates doing lessons about uh, a feedback uh, and that's a practice it's it's called um uh, the quadrant of pets of of, of hats and they get feedback from the whole group. So imagine you're sitting there and the whole group is giving you feedback, but it's like a sort of a game with the hats and you put a pencil near the hat because you see that behavior in particular. And then you give on a respectful way explanation why you put the, or why you think because it's anonymous. So you, the one whose uh, turn it is, they, they maybe say, well, I see a lot of um, pencils laying near the red cap. Can somebody explain it? And then the group is saying, well, it might be that. And the one who's saying that might put the pencil there or oh. not. But they say in a respectful way, well, it might be that you make a lot of jokes and, and your friends think it's funny, but a lot of other children don't always feel it's funny. So maybe that's like that. So they get feedback from the whole group. And I, I love those, those activities because it, it gives them so much. And they're really, they're really eager to get this activity before they leave Casa. Wow. And I always, at the end, I always ask, if you come back t in 10 years or 15 years, and I'll ask the people who know you or work with you, what would you like to have then most? Like leadership or... Uh, being funny or being empathetic or uh, so they can also put like a dot on the horizon like okay that's what I want to develop that's amazing it's really yeah. I'm I'm impressed that you are training the children in this way because me coming you know I've been in academia and in mm. industry and I can tell you that it's a skill that is very much needed yes like adults uh, of my generation mm -hmm. They don't know how to do this properly. No, you know? I wish I had it. And then, because I, I had many insecurities about myself or about how to behave. And I hope I can give them this way. I can give them the tools and also the insight. In, because it's a lot of times it's also children think they um, express something. But it's landing totally different on the other side. Exactly. And they're not uh, aware of it. They're not aware. And the awareness is so important. Absolutely. Do you have another examples of activities that you do with the children during Kanjer lessons? I'm thinking of one activity who's really important. It's called the gasoline practice. And I'm going to do it in between now and three weeks in lower elementary. And in the upper elementary, they did it a couple of times. And it starts like a car needs gasoline to drive. Otherwise, you cannot go very far. What do people need? Well, people need attention. So I teach the children that a little bit. And then we're going to practice. Because the strength of Kanye is always practicing. And the gasoline uh, activity is we're going to practice 
to close your gasoline station. So if you want to stop the behavior of the other one, you have to withdraw your attention. And there's three things. It's looking at somebody, it's smiling at somebody, it's saying something. And those three things we're gonna get away. Then one of the children can play the car and the other ones are all gasoline stations. And they can choose like reading a Donald Duck or uh, a drawing or whatever, but they have to do it by themselves. And this one child can ask attention any way you like. You are gonna try to get somebody to look at you or to smile or to say something. And then if they try to get attention and nobody's looking, nobody's laughing, nobody's saying something, it's not that fun anymore. And then somebody else can try it and we have a conversation and how hard it is because if it's your friend, it's harder than it's somebody you don't know anyway or and then you see that children really experience getting the control of themselves and in another situation you can address on that so somebody is nagging you or doing things and you addressed it a couple of times you asked a couple of times they keep doing it okay let's try to close the gasoline station right and then it's not nice to do it anymore so it's also a tool if people are teasing you I mean, what's the purpose of teasing getting, getting a response? And if you don't get a response, what are you doing? So this is really also a strong tool um, we do in Kanye training. And they love it. And how are you keeping track on how the children are progressing on this? Are you actually giving feedback to the parents on this? In upper elementary especially, I can imagine in lower elementary you just started. But how are you approaching this? Yeah, the group is too big for me to put it individually because now I have like 300 children that I'm guiding in those lessons. But children who need something more than just the basics, I have a lot of conversations with all the guides about what I think they need or where it's coming from. Or And sometimes I have conversations with children individually because I see in the lessons that they're struggling with something, but rarely uh, with parents with parents of my own group, I have more information about it because I see them the whole day on <laughs> the days yeah. that I work. But of the other groups, not so much. Yeah, so right now you don't have the capacity to report to parents about each individual child simply because they are too many. But you discuss with the guides about the children that have more difficulties and then the guides can bring this information to the parents. It makes sense. But I think what really matters is that we have you to support the social development of our children right now. And from what I heard so far in this episode, I think it's one hell of a job. And I absolutely, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you for all the effort that you are putting into this. Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity. And because of this conversation, it made me think of a lot of, maybe gave me a lot of ideas that I can work with. Uh, to the parents and um, I will certainly do something with that. Can you believe that we are already halfway through the season? Which is why we're going to have a little summer break. I'm sure that you have valuable questions, comments or suggestions for topics that other listeners will also like to know about. So this is your chance to share. Just drop me an email to casastories at casaschool.nl or post a comment via the Podbean app. 
See you after the summer.